forget to take copious notes. Oh, I won't. <laughs> you know I like to have notes. <laughs> notes and earbuds. <laughs> Two things you have to have to have a podcast. Notes. Notes. Lots of notes. <laughs> copious notes. And earbuds. Do you have any Motrin <laughs> or ibuprofen? Nope. <laughs> I have some at home. <laughs> That's not doing me any good. No. <laughs> no, it don't. It don't do you no good here, hon. It don't. <laughs> Help yous. <laughs> Help yous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I love that dialect. The people around here are glorious. <laughs> <laughs> it's such an amazing dialect. <laughs> I mean, it really now, is. Now, when you say amazing. Yeah. Like, you mean, like, you are literally amazed that people couldn't talk this way. I mean, that I talked that way for most, you well, know, from my childhood. That's what I sounded like. No. Yes. No. Absolutely. No. Yes, it's true. Say it ain't so. No, it's true. <laughs> I grew up talking like that. You did. And then in college when I learned how horrible I actually sounded. You did sound pretty terrible. I, I changed it. I fixed it. <laughs> fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. You say, now you it. sound it's beautiful. I've I've developed a little ear? bit of uh, North Jersey accent actually. You have from living up there, up there, up there, up there. Just a little bit, you know. Yeah, a little Jersey Shore. Yeah, you don't need ours <laughs> where you come from. No, we ain't got time for that. Hell no. Uh-uh. But uh, but I love I love the New Jersey Philadelphia dialect. I just love to hear it. Yeah, I do. You're wrong. No. <laughs> You're wrong to love it. I Why? usually don't tell people that they're wrong to love things. <laughs> You're wrong to love that. You don't enjoy... Well, you're around it all the time. It's grotesque. <laughs> it really is to me. <laughs> I can't tolerate people that speak with it too drastically. Really? I can't. I love it. I love to hear it. And the drasticer, the better. <laughs> no. You can't mean that. I do mean You it. can't mean that. But I'm not surrounded by it all the time no, that's like true. you are. That's so true. for you me, get it's, breaks. A, it's a treat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. yeah. And the accent that you, where you hail from is not much better. No. It's very different, yeah. but it's not much better. It's not pleasant. To listen to. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not very pleasant yeah. to listen to. Yeah. But, you know. But you know what is pleasant to listen to? What's that? You and I... On this podcast. Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite. The Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite Podcast. The place to be for <laughs> you and me. <laughs> A better way to Glengarry. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Thank you. I like that. Thank you, nice. buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Using Glengarry as a verb. That's right. That's fun. I mean, isn't that what we're all doing? That's right. You and I are definitely Glengarrying. That's what we're doing. That's <laughs> most of the time. That's all we do. That's all we're doing. That's all it's gonna do. <laughs> it runs in streaks. Runs in streaks. <laughs> You're definitely Glengarrying. <laughs> On and off. That's right. And this is episode number thirteen. Thirteen? Uh-huh. I bet we're gonna get lucky. <laughs> Science, math, and geology, and other stuff is numerology, numerology. I can't not do it, buddy. I understand. I understand. 13 is the natural number following 12 and preceding 14. Yes, it is. Strikingly folkloric aspects of the number 13 have been noted in various cultures around the world. One theory is that this is due to the culture's employing lunar solar calendars. There are approximately 12.41 lunations per solar year and hence the 12 true months. Uh-huh. Plus a smaller and often 
portentous 13th month. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Weird, right? So so the little point four must be why we have like a leap year every that's four exactly, years. Whatever, that's exactly right? what yeah. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do we got? We got 13 is the atomic number for aluminium. Oh, yes. And it's thank favorite, you for pronouncing right? it that way. Oh, yeah. Aluminium. Welcome. I, like I knew it. you'd like it like that. Tro- Troy likes it that way. <laughs> we all like it. It's great. Well, it's the only way to say it, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, there's only one way to say aluminium. He, he moved to Liverpool all of a sudden, <laughs> Troy did. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I've talked this way the whole time, I have. <laughs> I do love aluminium. Haven't I? <laughs> aluminium, though. It's aluminium, great. right? Yeah, it's fantastic. Soft, non-magnetic, silvery, white. Most people are familiar with p- the pure elements appearance from aluminum foil or cans. Yeah. Right? That's right. Uh, it is not very ductile. Oh, so it doesn't uh, conduct electricity? That's right. Okay. It's strong yet light compared to most other metals. That's that's the major allure. Yeah, they use it a lot in like aircraft and cars sure. and that kind of stuff. Sure, sure. In yeah. Chassis. Yes. The third most abundant element in the Earth's crust, that's running at about 8%. <laughs> Running at about eight percent. It's running upwards of seven, eight percent. We're talking about the Earth's crust, like the whole thing, top to bottom, <laughs> right? Every layer. We're talking eight percent. It's top three, though. It's number three. Aluminium. Yeah, and the most abundant of all the metals. Oh, really? Yeah. How about that? So don't don't ever let anyone tell you it's a rare metal. No, it's common because it shit. it's the most common. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, where are we? Uh, al- aluminium ore is mined, chemi- mined comma, chemically refined into alumina using a bare process and finally refined into aluminum metal using an electrolytic hall process. Well, now you're just saying things everyone knows. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why. <laughs> the modern process of, of turning turning all of that into aluminum is uses considerable energy and is therefore being finger wagged oh, by right? environmentalists. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, crazy, right? Yeah. Um in 1884, the cap of the Washington Monument was made using aluminum because the metal was so highly valued at the time. Interesting. That that whole that little pyramidical capper? Yeah. On that otherwise phallic <laughs> monument. <laughs> Is uh, aluminium. How about that? Apparently. Have you been up there in the Washington Monument? Sure, I've been up there. You haven't been up there? Yeah, I've been up there. Come on. It's great. Well, we live two hours away and I went to school here and we took field trips. That's right. Yeah. You go up there, you look around, (laughs) you go to the mall, you go to the You go up there, you look around, (laughs) you you see all four sides of that place. That's right. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. Um, only 5% of the energy needed to purify aluminium from alumina is required to recycle aluminium from scrap. In fact, you can even recycle the element at home if you like. Really? That's right. I didn't know I could do that. Yeah, you can recycle your own aluminium. That sounds amazing. <laughs> well, I don't think it takes much to make it a liquid state and then back into a solid state. So you just heat it up real well? I real imagine good you and just then... heat it up, yeah. But not huh. like other metals, like it, right? I don't know. Seems to me like you could hold a big lighter up to it. <laughs> well, it sounds like it because yeah. you can do it at home. You don't yeah. need like, you don't need a smelter. You don't need That's a whole smelting yeah. layout at your house yeah. to do this. That's right. The smelting I mean, layout. I'd like to smelt at home. <laughs> don't get me wrong, 
but uh, whoever smelt it dealt it. You're, you know what I, mean? I knew you were going to say that. I fucking knew it. I was trying to get you out of it. I was trying to pull out of the tailspin before you got there, and I couldn't do it. People, I'm sorry. I didn't get there quick enough. I dove in slow motion no. for, the, for the stick handle on the plane, and I just couldn't pull us out of it. No. Nope. You got there. As soon as you went to smelting at home kit, I was like, oh, here we go. He's going to go dealt it any second now. Fucking, I let you down. I know. I let you down. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. We were on Delta Airlines and uh, <laughs> the plane went down. That's at Bill Weingartner. <laughs> By the way, keep it out of your antiperspirant, people. That aluminum chloride that you get in your antiperspirant is killing you. And it's also, it's setting you up for the old Alzheimer's. Really? A hundred percent. I have to check my deodorant to see if it's in there. Wait. What do you use? You use like a degree or something no. like that? What do you use? Like a natural? What no. do you use? Old Spice. Ah, dude. It's... Is it full N- of an It's nasty aluminum? with aluminum chloride. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Do a little research. Okay. Yeah. Mind your brain. Okay. And if you smell a little bit, so be it. It's good for you. <laughs> it is. You want to not You want to not, not sweat. You want to sweat. If your body wants that's to right. sweat, let it sweat. Get that out of there. That's right. Get it exactly out of there. Exactly right. Yeah. All right. That's enough of that. Okay. Check it, though. I will check, check it. Check the information. I, I will check that. The truth I, is I'm out true, there, buddy. I'm, I'm, I'm honest. I'm being honest. I do want to check that. Yeah, see. check on that. If it's lousy, plus you got a aluminum. family history you need to be leery of. I know, right? So, and come on. we've all seen the deterioration of my brain has clearly even started. over low these few years. Yeah, we've I mean, seen it's, it. It's getting significantly worse. decreased. Yeah, exactly. in functionality. Yeah, and efficacy. That's right. As a human. That's right. Right. <laughs> That's right. The number thirteen is the sixth prime number. Okay. The smallest EMERP number. Do you remember EMERP numbers, it's prime buddy? backwards. That's right. I don't know. What, remember what that means, though. It's a different prime when you switch the numbers. Oh, right, right. right? right. Gotcha. Um, it's a Fibonacci number. <laughs> hey, Fibonacci. Hey, hey, Fibonacci. hey I got you guys another number. <laughs> hey, thank hey, you. Hey, Fibonacci, you're too good to us. <laughs> Fibonacci. Do you remember what that is? Nope. It's so like each number is... In a Fibonacci sequence, each number is the sum of the f- last two numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it? Yeah. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I, I think so. Okay. <laughs> I know we talked about it. <laughs> it's just the sum of the last two. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> Sweet. Um, I don't know. Why, it's, very, it's very meaningful. The Fibonacci, Fibonacci yeah. sequence is, is proven to be very, very beneficial. Um, what do we got here? Moving on. In grammar, in Germanic languages, 13 was the first compound number. The numbers 11 and 12 have their own goddamn names. That's right. Right? Yeah. So it's the first time they went with the in, in the Germanic anyway. Right. Do you know these numbers? You said that's right. Well, I mean, you know. You know it's right because I told you. <laughs> well, you know that, that after, after 12, you have things like 13, which is kind of like 13, 14, 15. Right, right. In English, it kind of follows the same pattern. I know it's the same in like Spanish and French. And right, for sure. German and For stuff. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, the Romance languages use different systems. In, in Italian, 11 is the first compound number, ah. which would be undici. Ah, 10 plus 1, in other words. That's right. Yeah. While in Spanish and Portuguese, the numbers are up to and including 15, like quince. Oh, yeah, quince is a good one. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. And in the French, up to 16. Cace? Is that how you say that? Cace? Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. I was asking. You're the French guy. I know, but... Uh, you speak a lot of French. Well, not up to 16, <laughs> I don't. French speaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I only go to 10 on my French That's number. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, 
In Germany, according to old tradition, 13 as the first compound number was the first number written in digits. The numbers 0 through 12 were spelt out. Ah. Isn't that crazy? It almost matches the the sort of style when you're the, the you know style guide says when you're writing 0 through 10 you write it out. Right. And then when you get to 11 That's you right. Start That's what they've the always numbers. taught you. Yeah. yeah. If you're writing a thing Right. Creative writers out there. Exactly. Yeah. Single digits. So I wonder if that's kind of where that came Could from. Could be, yeah. It's an old this, tradition. But this goes to 12. Right. <laughs> well, maybe it does. Maybe, maybe it does. Yeah. Because 12 know. is easy to write, and then maybe you start doing numbers at 13. Maybe. I don't know. I, don't, I think I always heard it a single double, but maybe you're right, because 10 10's certainly easy to write. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, by the way, 12 in, in German is Zwolf. Oh, <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Spelled out. Uh, in the Roman Catholicism, the apparitions of the Virgin of Fatima in 1917 were claimed to occur on the 13th day of six consecutive months. <laughs> How do you like them apples? That's fun. <laughs> Cause like every month you'd be like, Ooh, it's almost the 13th. Maybe we'll see those things again. <laughs> you know, spoken like a true Catholic, buddy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, in the Catholic devotional practice, the number 13 is also associated with St. Anthony of Padua. Since his feast day falls on June 13th, a traditional devotion called the 13th Tuesdays of St. Anthony which I think was also Mitch Albom's latest novel, <laughs> <laughs> involves praying to the saint every Tuesday over a period of 13 weeks. <laughs> now it's just getting random. <laughs> you know, it's just like, you know what we'll do? We'll pray every, I don't know. How about Tuesday? What are you guys doing Tuesday? Hey, St. Andy, <laughs> how many weeks you want to go on this? I don't know. <laughs> can we do? Uh, can we do five? Nah, it's too little. Uh, seven? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I don't know, 13? There it is. <laughs> Jeez. St. <laughs> Anthony likes a lot of prayers. First non-compound number, I always say. <laughs> All right, St. Anthony. St. Anthony. Thank you. <laughs> wow, he had a lot to say about that. He did. Uh, in Judaism... 13 signifies the age at which a boy matures and becomes a bar mitzvah? Yeah. Did you know he became a bar mitzvah? That, that I searched high and low after that phrasing, and I was like, is that really what happens? I don't know. You attend a bar mitzvah, I always thought. Or you are our bar mitzvah. This literally said becomes a bar mitzvah. You are our, you, you can are be bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah, like yes, a, yes. Like as a verb. <laughs> bar mitzvah. Elmer, Elmer Fudd. Fudd. That's right. Be very, very quiet. <laughs> I'm hunting men. I'm becoming an adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't not. It was I don't know a lot about strange verbiage. Judaism, whether you become, me. but and a mitzvah is like a good thing because I know a, people say, "Oh, yeah, a mitzvah what, on your yeah, what a mitzvah that yeah, is for yes, you." Exactly. It's like a blessing or something yeah, like that. Exactly. So maybe you become like a maybe that means you become some sort of a blessing to your parents or to God or to some. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Hmm. I'm making shit up. Oh, I like here. it. I like where your head is at. Thank I like you. how creative you are. You're letting it flow. You're letting it roll. That's what I do, I bitch. Well, <laughs> I mean, in this moment, that is what you did. I do also like to sing Hava Nagila. You like to sing it? Yeah. Do you like to sing Hava Nagila? I don't think I've ever sang it. Hava Nagila, Hava Nagila, Hava Nagila, Mech, Mech, Mech. This is, this is offensive. Yeah. <laughs> 
This is offensive Why? right now. What is wrong with it's it? How you're, it's clearly mockery. No, it's not. Of a culture. It's a mitzvah. Your mom's a mitzvah. Uh, Sticking with the Jews. Okay. According to rabbinic commentary on the Torah, which I imagine to be like DVD commentary. (laughs) When you're watching the Torah, there's some rabbis. It's This scene was such a pain in the neck. Uh, it's optional for sure, as always. Click it off, click it on. Uh, but according to that commentary, God has 13 attributes of mercy. Oh, it's a lot. Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a lot, right? Yeah. It's a lot of attributes of mercy. It I seems d- like you'd only need one. <laughs> Be merciful. End of story. Get out of here with your simplistic uh, <laughs> thoughts on the matter. All right? We're trying to muddy these waters. Oh, I see. Okay. We're Christians. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay. There's no clear water here. <laughs> it's only muddy, if you will. All right. Are you going to give us the list now? No, I will not. Okay. Cool. No, I will not. No, I will <laughs> no, not. No, I will not give you the list <laughs> that you so dutifully asked for. Just know there is 13 of them. That's right. That's all you need to know. That's I've it. been getting some feedback from people that work here at the podcast <laughs> that maybe the numerology segment is running on a little long. <laughs> so I'm trying to trim that down. Okay. None of my business. You want to push me to answer you. <laughs> this is where we're at. <laughs> trying to steam through this stuff. <laughs> Things like the 13 attributes of mercy, it's not necessary. No. You don't have to list those. No. Do you, Zumbo? I don't think so. No, you don't. <laughs> we're moving into lucky and unlucky here. Okay, right? This, this, is this, is, this is what you were banking on. Yeah. You got very excited. I figured this Thir- would be lucky in Lucky 13, unlucky right. 13. Yeah. There's a lot to get through here. Okay. The number 13 is considered an unlucky num- number in many countries. The end of the Mayan calendar's 13 baktun was superstitiously feared as a harbinger of the apocalyptic 2012 phenomenon. Yeah, remember that? That was fun. I do. I remember pre- people freaking the fuck out. Yeah, I remember actual people like I, that I knew were yeah. like, no, it's for real, yeah, it's man. For it's real, like dude. a real thing. Dude, dude. I'm like, well, what the fuck are we going to do about dude, it? Dude, dude, I want you to be prepared. <laughs> What are you talking about? For what? Yeah, exactly. Either we're all going to die or we ain't. What do you want me to do about it? Right, exactly. I'm going to go get a hot chocolate. (laughs) I hope that satisfies you. Guys drinking hot chocolate as the world burns. (laughs) I love it. I'm going whiskey on that. I hope you don't mind. No, go right ahead. (laughs) Whatever floats your boat, you know? Yeah. It's your apocalypse. Two great tastes that taste great together. (laughs) It's my apocalypse. <laughs> Can we get that on a t-shirt? <laughs> hey, man, it's your apocalypse. I like it. I like it a I lot. I do, too. <laughs> I would wear that if you would. I like, I like it as a good thing. Like if someone, if you're working and someone's like, hey, uh, Matt, can you help me with, can you help me get this thing up on the truss? Whatever, bro. Hey, man. Your apocalypse. <laughs> your apocalypse. <laughs> That is pretty great. Do you want to kick off this podcast episode now? Hey, man. Hey, man. Your apocalypse. It's your apocalypse. I'm with it. I'm in. I love it. I'm in. I love it. I'm in so hard on that. <laughs> Fear of the number 13 has a specifically recognized phobia. Oh, oh yeah. I know that. Triskaidekaphobia. That's right. Triskaidekaphobia. You, you say you've heard that. Yeah. And I, sure. and I'm, am, I, am I pronouncing that correctly, yeah, Mr. Tris- Triskaidekaphobia? Triskaidekaphobia. Triskaidekaphobia. That's right. Um. A word coined in 1911. Huh. The superstitious sufferers of Triskaidekaphobia. Now, come on. You're not helping anybody out with that. The superstitious sufferers of <laughs> Triskaidekaphobia. Oh, that's nice. Try to avoid bad luck by keeping away from anything numbered or labeled 13. Wow. 
As a result, companies and manufacturers use other ways of numbering or labeling to avoid the number. Hotels and tall buildings being a conspicuous example, as you know, with the 13th floor. Right. It's also considered unlucky to have uh, 13 guests at any dinner table, oh, which I did not know about. Me either. Doesn't that make the Last Supper a little suspect? We'll get to that. <laughs> um, Friday the 13th has been considered forever an unlucky day. Sure. Um, there are a number of theories as to why the number 13 became associated with bad luck, but none of them has been accepted as likely. <laughs> <laughs> I'll run them through for you now. All right. The Last Supper, at last at the Last Supper, there were 13 people around the table, counting Christ and the 12 apostles. Some believe that this number is unlucky uh, because one of the 13, Judas, was the betrayer of Jesus uh, of Nazareth. And they were all wearing jerseys, and he had the number 13 <laughs> jersey on. Judas, right across you the back. didn't get to the jerseys yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Iscariot. Judas Iscariot. <laughs> Iscariot, you're 13. I got a foul right here on Iscariot. Betra- betrayal <laughs> of the, the Messiah. One, three. Judas is scary Iscariot. <laughs> one, three. That's, Out of Nazareth. That's a one and one. That's a one, three. I got a one, three one, right three. here. That's a one and one. Ju- Jesus, get on the line. Hold <laughs> right, on, guys. Line it up. Let's go. Illegal use of the hands and the lips <laughs> on that kiss. Bad man. You're a bad man, Iscariot. Um, Knights of the Templar on Friday, the 13th, October 1307, King Philip IV of France ordered the arrest of the Knights Templar, and most of the knights were tortured and killed. Wow. How about that? How about that? That's the Friday the 13th angle, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, full moons. A year with 13 full moons instead of 12 posed problems for the monks in charge of the calendars. <laughs> It caused and they, problems. And they couldn't say nothing about it. <laughs> hey, man, it's your apocalypse. <laughs> uh, this was considered a very unfortunate circumstance, especially by the monks. <laughs> <laughs> who just wanted to quietly go about their job of putting together the calendar. <laughs> who had charge of the calendar of 13 months for that year, and it's upset the regular arrangement of church festivals. Oh, uh, sure. Right. Right. I mean, I, I imagine it would. you would do it on lunar, whatever. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, for this reason, 13 became an unlucky number. However, typical century has about 37 years that have 13 full moons compared to 63 years with 12 full moons. And typically every third or fourth year has 13 full moons. Wow. Every third or fourth, we get 13 of those fuckers. That's weird. Right? Yeah. Every third or fourth year, the monks are just fucking rageful. What? <laughs> Well, putting together this whole 12 thing was a big mistake. Like, whoever started out with, like, let's do it, tw- let's do everything by 12. Let's just try to make the calendar. There's a point four that we're not accounting for, That's right? right? And now it's screwed everything up. Well, so yeah. You either have to go with a different number, or every once in a while, everybody's going to have angry monks running around. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't have both, right? Yeah, no, you can't. You definitely can't have both. No. And remember, you don't want a bunch of angry monks. That's right. And like like uh, pastors and priests and churches get upset with this too because it's like a fifth Sunday every you know every <laughs> right, like right. eight months. There's a fifth Sunday in a month, and they're like, God right. damn it, I gotta have another church on. Right, this. I gotta do this five times we, this month. Well, yeah, yeah. Where's my bonus money for the extra fifth Sunday, <laughs> that's God? Right, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I agree with him. Yeah, um, a repressed lunar cult. Ooh. Could have been the reason that 13 is now associated with bad. In ancient cultures, the number 13 represented femininity uh-huh. because it corresponded to the number of lunar or menstrual cycles ah. in a year. 13 times 28 equals 364 days. Wow. A theory that is, uh, as the solar calendar triumphed over the lunar, the number 13 became 
and that's where this became like a like a formal curse like to preach a 13 at somebody or to you know suggest that the number 13 was part of a makeup of something it was like a legitimate curse oh that's interesting yeah the hammurabi's code are you familiar with hammurabi's code not at all there is a myth that the earliest reference to 13 being unlucky or evil is in the babylonian code of hammurabi Okay. Where the thirteenth law is said to be completely omitted. So in this in in the original code, Hammurabi has no numeration. Um, in this the, in a new translation by Richard Hooker, uh, <laughs> he also omitted the thirteenth article. So I guess going back to seventeen eighty, the Hammurabi code was the number of it was omitted, uh-huh. and there were thirteen, so uh-huh. they just didn't say the number. Okay. <laughs> Why do you seem so put off? I don't know. Were there more than thirteen Hammurabi laws or whatever? And he was skipping thirteen. Like I'm, uh, I'm confused. <laughs> the in Hammurabi's code there are a list of laws. Yeah, more than thirteen. They though? just didn't number the thirteenth law. Oh. So yeah, several more than thirteen. Okay. They didn't number it. Right. They just went twelve and then fourteen. They went twelve and fourteen, but left a law in there. Right. It's not numbered. That's not numbered. Yeah, that's... And it was the first instance that somebody was like, it's superstitious to include this number. Well, no wonder, because <laughs> normal people with OCD would freak out at that. Yeah. I it's mean, come clearly on. made you uncomfortable. Yeah. Even I, I now. Don't, I don't... I, why would you do that? What the... I don't understand. I'm like an angry monk. I can't... You, uh, yeah. You're very much like an angry monk. Should I number this law? Hey, man, it's your apocalypse. It's your apocalypse, bro. You don't number it. That's do you your apocalypse. Well, I don't know what I'm... We, we're each getting our what? own apocalypse. <laughs> Make of it what you will. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to look at the apocalypse. That's maybe that's right. the most positive way I've ever heard that's of it. That's right. You get to, I'll just you, make it my own. That's right. You get to enjoy it however you want. Whatever I need to do. Yeah. I love this. I'm, I think I'm going to make every day an apocalypse, <laughs> and then I can enjoy it however I want. You know what I mean? Well, for you, every day kind of is like an apocalypse. <laughs> now, waking up... <laughs> It's it's, yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> uh, moving out of the unlucky and into the lucky 13, there's very few references here, but there is some. In some countries, such as Italy, 13 is considered a lucky number. Yay! The expression fare tredici, mm. to do 13, means to hit the jackpot. Ah, okay. 17 is considered our 13, a very unlucky number. Ah, there. that's fun. Yeah. Fare Frederici. Hey. Hey. Grazie. <laughs> That's not how you say congratulations, but you know. When the moon hits you high. <laughs> Fare Frederici. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Colgate University also considers 13 a lucky number. Huh. So Colgate University, <laughs> in and of themselves, think 13 is great. They just happen to live and exist in a culture where 13 is not considered great. That's interesting. They were founded in 1819 by 13 men with $13, 13 prayers, and 13 articles. Uh-huh. See that? This sounds like revisionist history <laughs> to me. I don't know. Wait, you think somebody would make that up? <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of the St. Ides bit again. <laughs> yeah. Does it, right? Yeah. 13 men with $13 and 13 <laughs> prayers and 13 articles. <laughs> <laughs> what what were the articles? Uh, they were probably Hammurabi. There was one on Andre Agassi. I just couldn't. I needed to rip it out. I have it with me. <laughs> it's very well written. Talks about his early life turmoil. <laughs> Andre Agassi. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I went Agassi. You sure did. I went the great Andre Agassi. On that. <laughs> uh, yeah. How about that? Huh? 
Colgate University. To this day, me- member of the Colgate community consider the number 13 a good omen. Huh. In fact, the campus address is now, yes. which means it got changed, uh-huh. 13 Oak Drive in Hamilton, New York. Okay. Yeah. And the male acapella group at Colgate is called the Colgate 13. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah, that's right. And remember. And I bet they have the best email chains. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah, totes. Yeah. And group texts and stuff. <laughs> right. Really There's nice. no question. And remember. Yeah. If you're not whitening, you're yellowing. <laughs> Colgate. That's a, that's a Colgate? Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> not, nothing like having your toothpaste make you feel guilty I about like, your life. I like it. Right? If you're not whitening, you're yellowing. What are you doing if you're not whitening? <laughs> you know what you're doing? You're yellowing. That's what you do. Why are you doing that? Why are you yellowing yourself like <laughs> this? Why would like you this? yellow? Why? I don't understand all this yellowing when you could be whitening. Oh, buddy. <laughs> you circled back for the toothpaste gag. Yeah. You did. I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think the I don't think the toothpaste and the school are connected in any way. What? Yeah. It may be. I thought in they developed it at Colgate <laughs> University. <laughs> I thought they had a whole school of toothpaste oh, at Colgate boy. University. Oh, that's pretty good. It's <laughs> pretty good. School of tooth. <laughs> yeah. That's what he said. People. <laughs> what are you majoring in? <laughs> I'm majoring in putting those stripes in, like they do in Aquafresh. <laughs> That's my major. You can major in that? <laughs> yeah. By Col- the way. At Colgate University. Cumbersome title for that major. <laughs> it's bad. Well, I mean, they could have come up with something better, like stripe <laughs> management or, you know, like stripe development. fluoride inclusion technology. There you go. Fit. Well, there you go. Fit. I'm, I'm taking the fit course. Okay. Fluoride see? inclusion see? technology. Wow. That's good stuff. Yeah. All right. right. So there you go. That's what they're doing over there at Colgate. It's all toothpaste all the time. All, well, they do. Have, and the acapella group. And they do have a school of toothbrushes. Really? Yeah. And they sing acapella. Well, I mean, if you're not expanding, what are you doing? You're, you must grow. That's, you're yellow. That's what you're yellow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, in a standard 52 card deck, the playing cards are four suits each 13 ranks. Four suits each of 13 ranks. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. Yep. That checks out. That's right. As I read it now for the first four, time. 52. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yep. Uh, a tarot card deck, 13 is the card of death. Oh, my. Usually picturing the pale horse with its rider. Nice. Yeah. I guess the pale horse without its rider is not death? Pony. <laughs> Just a pony. <laughs> or it's Clint Eastwood coming back again. That's right, yeah. The pale rider. <laughs> <laughs> this time on the pale horse <laughs> uh, in a baker's dozen you have uh, you know you have your 13 right also called a devil's dozen or a long dozen do you ever huh. hear either of those expressions no me neither huh um, I prefer devil's dozen <laughs> do you like devil's dozen my, it's my favorite of all time I'm trying I, I'll never say <laughs> baker's dozen ever again <laughs> I kind of like long dozen do you like a long dozen <laughs> I think that's really fun <laughs> I mean it's fine if you're talking about eclairs <laughs> but also if you if you put out all the donuts end to end right you know a, a, a long dozen would be longer than a regular right dozen. one longer right so long can, dozen that's right yeah, so for sure so in my mind visually it works for me a long dozen is, is more than a okay regular dozen well i here's what i see i see you're paying for a dozen right uh-huh. you're paying for a dozen yeah. but the devil you know what the devil does he's winking at you he's like hey, <laughs> go ahead have a 13th fatty <laughs> go ahead he's tempting you take right? them all you chubby bastard yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> that's what he does. That's what gotcha. that's what the devil's dozen. That's is. good too. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can agree that both are better than Baker's dozen. Yeah, Baker's dozen. Forget yeah. it. I made extra because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Want one? <laughs> I'm a baker. I'm not the a baker. Bus- hey, not a businessman. <laughs> I don't know from profit margins. <laughs> I'll give you an extra one. Sure, why not? What do I care? Amen, brother. Uh, age 13, we've talked about bar mitzvahs, right? Yep. This is also the age whereby a preteen becomes an adolescent in Germanic languages uh-huh. due to the suffix form beginning at this point. 11 and 12 are non-standard. And it's also the, the, the year in which uh, parents become alcoholics. When the kids are 13? Exactly. Yeah. Because of I imagine it's children. right around there. Yeah. yeah. If exactly. it didn't happen like upon inception. Yeah. This is where it really... Conception is what I meant. Did you say inception? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Which may have been Freudian, but I don't have time to unpack that now. <laughs> so moving on. Uh, there is also an age in the U.S. when a person can watch, rent, or buy a PG-13 film without parental guidance. <laughs> Because they are so strict we at all the know movie theater about how strictly that. adhered to yeah. this law is. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I, I've i never in my life have ever not gotten access to a movie I wanted to see. Like, no, no matter sure. what age I was. For sure. So no. why do we do this? Yeah. Why are we playing this stupid game? I don't know, I mean, buddy. I don't know. I guess it's good for parents but to I'd know. But I'd like to but... imagine an eight-year-old being like, hey, mister, <laughs> can I sneak in with you and your family? <laughs> it's PG-13. I right? need a guardian and I'm uh, not 13 yet. <laughs> I've seen one other PG-13 movie with another family, so it's not like, you know. I'm... <laughs> this ain't my first movie, okay? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It's PG-13. Uh, I think it's for... I don't know what it's for. I don't either. <laughs> I, don't, just, I, yeah. I think it was because th- they want to squeeze more, I don't know, breasts and butts into movies like earlier. You know what I mean? Like it's... Oh, we I'm gotta back get on board. Kids, we we got to get the kids indoctrinated <laughs> I'm back on board. into violence yeah. and, and sexualizing women oh, earlier. Well... You know what I mean? So now I'm out. So that's why we're going to move from R... You know, we gotta wait. We don't want to wait until they're seventeen to get them indoctrinated into that lifestyle. Sure, sure, sure. We want to start at thirteen. So by the time they're seventeen, they're ready for heavy duty stuff. That's right. I don't know. That's my guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, On many social media sites, thirteen is the standard mins at at the age that you can create an account. Ah, standard minimum. Gotcha. So you can't like have a Twitter unless Unless you're thirteen. That's interesting. Yeah. It's also it's also not followed. N- yeah, no, true exactly. In any case. No, no, it's just <laughs> yeah. Uh, I see all you ten-year-olds out there with your little egg profiles <laughs> lurking. Um, and from the uncomfortable files, thirteen is the minimum age of consent in Argentina, Japan, Niger, and two Mexican states for intercourse, sexual intercourse. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's the age of consent as I understand it. Pal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you call it. I don't know. You could be consenting for I, a lot of things. I call it four no's and a yes. <laughs> That's what I call it. That's upsetting. It's horribly upsetting. That's bad. Um, so yeah, 13. 13 is young. What in the fuck? That's really young. I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, that's super young. Yeah. How are you out on that limb? You okay? No, that's <laughs> right? bad. No, it's bad. It's really bad. It's really bad. Like, it's, it's kind of horrifying. Is, I, I'm an old man. I realize that. I admit that. And I, you know, I didn't, when I was 13, I had no idea what any, 
what any of that was about. Right. When I was 20, I didn't know what any of that was about. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, do. I know that I'm probably in the minority and the kids get into this stuff earlier these days, but that still yeah. seems really super young. Way early. Yeah. Uh, but too early. I think that's the, that's the issue. Yeah. Minding that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are states in this very country where the age of consent is 15 and 16. Uh, so it's not much better. I'm not saying like right. we're a glowing example by no. any stretch, but the, 13 is yeah it is uncomfortable that is that's still like a child you looking know at I mean? you argentina <laughs> yeah i'm looking at you i'm watching you argentina wow I'm not, 13. yeah that's uh, yeah turns my stomach moving yeah. on moving right. on Oof. um on january 1st 49 bc the roman senate issued the final order for caesar to disband his army and return to rome because his term of governor had finished Huh. Stay with me. In response, Caesar led a single legion, the 13th Legion, okay. <laughs> over the Rubicon River. This action, igniting Caesar's civil war, was a significant event in the eventual creation of the Roman Empire. Interesting. Yeah. The 13th Legion, baby. How about them? Right? Yeah. There you go. Don't fuck with Caesar. No. Right? The Senate said, hey. That's right. And he said, no. That's right. How about that? That's right. All right. Um, Apollo 13. Oh, we yeah. all, we're all very familiar with this mission. Yep. Being dubbed a successful failure in 1970. Very right. famous movie made by the same name That's we'll get right. into. And it had all the bad lucky stuff in it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this mission is cursed because it's number 13. Number really? 13, yeah. right. And it did, a lot went wrong. Yeah, Like exactly. it's weird, yeah. weird bit of chemistry happened there. That's with, right. I don't know if people were believing that things would go wrong and therefore that's why they went wrong or if there's really something to do. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the United States of America was created from original 13 British colonies. Yeah. And as such, the number 13 is a commonly recurring motif in American heraldry. Sure. Right? Yep. For example, there are 13 stars on the Great Seal of the United States, and there are 13 stripes on the American flag. Yeah, that's right. Right? You knew that. Yep. Um, a lot to get into there. A lot of interesting reading that I will spare you from. Um, in TVs and literature, we have the... Th- 13th, a 2016 documentary. Did you ever see it? Oh, no, but I've heard of it. It's fantastic. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. I only mention it here so that I can get everyone to go watch it. Um, It's it's a comprehensive study in the race relations in this country, and it is disturbing. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. And everyone should know. Uh, Thirteen is a musical. Did you do you know about this musical? 20? Yes, I saw this musical. You I did think. not see this musical. No, I guess it, no. I saw. What did I see? Did you see it? Did you really see it? I don't know. Is it? It's not the one. Jason uh, Robert Brown. Oh no, I didn't. But of course, I know of Jason Robert Brown. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's what this this is about. Uh, I'm thinking of nine is the one I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. A different number. Yeah, you know, switched yeah. up there. Yeah. <laughs> but thirteen. I love Jason Robert Brown. Yeah, okay. Well, he. I never. I don't know anything about this musical. But tw- 2007, he. There was a musical. Thirteen. All right. Uh, thirteen Assassins is a film by Japanese director Takashi Miike. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the 13th Warrior, a st- historical fiction action starring Antonio Banderas. Oh, okay. Yes. See. Si. <laughs> Antonio. Antonio. Thank you, no. <laughs> oh, we're doing it. Who would they play? Who would they play? Who would they play? 
I mean, I feel like I've done my work already. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, he wouldn't be a bad Roma. Be a great Roma. Yeah. But well, I mean, wait do you see him in this turtleneck I got <laughs> I got pictured. <laughs> my wife filled in a form. <laughs> and I have been plagued. You can't see it? I can see it. Can we have it, please? <laughs> sure. Can we, can, we? Uh, yeah, we can have that. That's all yours. Do you want to do you want to try out some Roma stuff first hey, though? Hey man, it's your apocalypse. <laughs> that's no fair that's no fair that's you just checking out buddy uh where oh wait we're still in the we're still in the we're casting him yeah can he be a spanel yes yeah, we're good good we're out of the segment Fantastic. we're done yeah we're moving on <laughs> yes she said you had some award or some prize or something <laughs> tell me that's not great it's hilarious. you want that right <laughs> I already said I did. Okay, good. All right, I wasn't sure. I couldn't read it. Oh, yeah, you. I'm in. All right, good. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> warehouse 13 is a television show about the 13th warehouse in a line of warehouses that store supernatural artifacts. Oh, okay. I've never seen it, but I've heard about it. Mm-hmm. I hear it's not very good. Okay. Friday the 13th, the horror series started in our youth and continues seemingly to this day. I don't know how they're doing that, but... It's like Jason Voorhees. You can't kill that You thing. can't kill him. No. It's true. You can't. Yeah. Um... Did you see any of those movies? Did you like any of those movies? I haven't seen a single one. Me neither. I mean, I've seen bits and pieces at parties and stuff, but but never, yeah. I never sat down to watch a Friday the Thirteenth movie. I mean, the the that that genre, like when we were slasher films, the younger the slasher films were, there were a lot of them. Was, you know what I mean? It yeah. Was, and the, the it was an oversaturation to the point where I was like, I can't take it anymore. We, they, we were I mean? in the golden age of those movies. Yeah, and they just became parodies of themselves, and it was just like I can't. Although, I'm not interested anymore. Like you know? all those trends from our youth, they're you know it's snapping back. There's a yeah a shit ton of horror recently in the last yes. five years, and it's still coming. It, but it's different. It's horror rather than like slasher. You know, like back then True. it was kind of like True. They would. They, they were. There was true. Very tropey those movies. Yeah, you know? for sure, for sure. Now we're getting some really clever horror stuff coming out. Yeah, but also a lot of torture porn. Yeah, and that's disturbing. I yeah. I can't watch one of those like no. those Saw movies. I can't watch them. Yeah, I'm not into that. I can't watch them. Yeah. Movies are about humanity to me. I can't watch that. <laughs> yeah, I can't I, watch that. I don't want to see that. Can't. No. Uh, in sports, the number 13 was not used in the Indianapolis 500 from 1915 to 2002. Huh. It was not permitted for use between 1926 and 2002. So for those first 11 years, 15 to 26, they were allowed, but they didn't. Right. And then suddenly was like, oh, let's make sure nobody does. Huh? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, in 2009, however, EJ Viso, driving for HVM Racing, drove a green number 13 car full-time, despite the terrible superstitions about it in motorsports. Well, good for him. And he came out unscathed. I love it. To the end of that story. That's great. <laughs> 13 meant nothing. I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> the number 13 was not used in Formula One from 77 to 2013. Huh. So they were like less... Less worried about early on, I guess. Yeah. There was just that one little period there where they, <laughs> yeah. 34 years yeah. or so, where they were like, nope. Well, because, and Formula One is, you know, there's, a, I mean, it's a lot of, it's European, right? right. So, and in, in Italy, as we learned, 13 is not a, it's not a big That's deal. That's true. So yeah. There's probably a lot of Italian races that were like, hey, I'm in number 13, the car. It's eh? so good. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, in a rugby league. <laughs> Hold on to your hat, buddy. Okay. I know this stuff upsets you. Uh-huh. Each side has 13 players on the field at any given time. Uh-huh. And I got to tell you, it seems like 25. 
Yeah. Doesn't it? Well, they're all either all jumbled up. Because they're in all one scrummy pile. all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, yeah. They're crummy and scrummy. <laughs> That's what they are. It's like you got a whole field, guys. Spread Come, out. Spread it out. Come on. Let's right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the 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 jersey number thirteen is worn by the starting loose forward. Now see, this <laughs> makes me uncomfortable every time. I was I was not <laughs> expecting loose forward to get you like that, but I love it. Um, what do you play? I play the loose forward. <laughs> what do you play? Oh, I'm a tight end. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in rugby union, the jersey number thirteen is worn by the outside center, which is <laughs> which a, makes a lot of sense. Scratches my yeah, head a right. little bit. Um, <laughs> in triathlon, the number thirteen is never used. Huh. As such, the numbering goes eleven, twelve, fourteen, fifteen under the current numbering system. How about that, right? Triathlon. Triathlon. Okay. Yeah. We don't need a thirteen in here. No. We already have a three practically in the name. That's right. Right. Yeah. We're into sports. Okay. I mean, we're into sports, but now we're into jerseys. <laughs> um, Dandy Dan Marino. Oh, sure. Wore, of course. Who wore more pads than any one player in history. <laughs> <laughs> wore number 13 on top of several layers of pads. <laughs> That's right. Uh, A-Rod. Oh, yeah. Alex A-Rod, Rodriguez, sure. right? Okay, yeah. Uh, Steve, two-time MVP Nash, often wore 13. Huh. Interesting. It still baffles me that he was a two-time MVP. <laughs> I mean, I know he was great, but... He was. In those two seasons, he was particularly I mean, I, great. I know he yeah. was, but so were other people. <laughs> I just... I felt like they just were like, well, we can't give it to LeBron again. Can we give it to somebody else? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I mean, I'm not saying you know what happened. <laughs> I'm wondering maybe you got an opinion or an idea. Nope. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Kurt the Stock Boy Warner... Made number 13 oh, famous yeah. on during the greatest show on turf. You sure. remember those years? Of course. Um, and Omar, the Golden Glove Vizquel, wore number 13 famously. Ah, Omar Vizquel. Yeah, boy, he was fun to watch. Could he throw that leather around or oh, could he throw that leather he around? He really could. Right? I want to say 11-time Gold Glover. He was really anyway. good. Yeah. Yeah. He's the best. 194 players, probably because of its bad luck connotation have worn the number 13 in the association hardly in our beloved association hardly anybody here's some of my favorites um wilt there's actually a case to be made that i'm the luckiest guy ever chamberlain (laughs) wore number 13 yeah Corey the skewer brewer Uh uh-huh who i can't imagine was as lucky with the ladies as a will chamberlain (laughs) (laughs) right Corey's not a not a handsome man (laughs) but wore number 13 um malcolm i'm jogging brogdon Oh, okay. Doug, he's shifty Christie. Oh, Doug Christie, yeah. Paul George. Sure. Paul PG, George. PG-13. PG-13, right? Right, right, yeah. right, famous. Uh, Kendall, it's so pretty Gill. Remember Kendall Gill? Oh, yeah. Boy, that jump shot. <laughs> Maybe the prettiest of them all. Remember he was on this like super team in college? Sure. He played for um, Illinois, right? That's right. Marcus Liberty was yeah. on that team. Yeah, yeah. Kendall Gill. And it was yeah. like, the, they had the, the... All five starters yeah. were in the top 10 of the draft. That yeah, year, exactly. It seemed like. yeah. Well, they were, they were like... You know the top five like recruits out of high school. They're right. just going to be the super yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they never were. They weren't. But but they uh, they all didn't they all have pro aspirations as well? Yeah, absolutely. Kendall certainly had a nice long career. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. think there was at least one other player. A couple who other did. guys. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, James, come and watch me shoot free throws. Harden, where's thirteen? <laughs> That's fun. I love. I mean, some of these guys are the real deal. Yeah. I mean, Wilt and Harden. And That's like, right. It's it's a it's a good number. Yeah. Seems absolutely. like a good number. Um. Uh, <laughs> Martian Freidnot Gortat 
Uh, where's number 13? You remember Martin Gortat? I love Martin you do. Gortat. You do? Of course, yeah. You like that bald-headed freak? Yeah. Freak on nature? Absolutely. Um, Mark, hand down, man down, Jackson, War 13, <laughs> famously. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep, you don't yep. like Mark Jackson. I, I know you, you you don't like to listen to games anymore. Man down, man down. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Mama, there goes that man. <laughs> yeah, no, I generally will dial down the volume on yeah. a Mark Jackson game. The problem is he works so much with Fred, with Jeff Van Gundy, Who is and a, you want to hear uh, Jeff Van uh, Gundy. Just a ball to listen yeah. to. Yeah, that is the problem. It is. It's um, a, but at some point, I just can't take Mark Jackson anymore. Yeah. Uh, but I loved him as a player. That's the ironic thing. I loved Mark Jackson as a player. Yeah, I loved the way good. he played. Yeah. He was as slow as I was relatively <laughs> to other people on the court. That's right. And he still made it work. He did. Like, I, I really admired him as a player. Yeah, he was good. Um, Luke Longley, famously oh, worth yeah. it. Too. Sharunis Rooney Marshallonis. Oh, yeah. Marcus Mook Morris. Joe Kim 2 by 2 Noah. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, he's one of my least favorite players. I, I do know that, that and yeah. I don't understand why. Effort guy, you'd love him if he was on your team. Yeah. He's got a weird shooting form like you. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> why. It seems like on paper you should love this guy. I, it does, but I can't stand you don't, him. You don't like him? No, I don't like huh. him. I don't know why. What is Is it all the rah-rah stuff? It You're not a big rah-rah guy. Yeah, I think it's the rah-rah He's stuff. a big rah-rah guy. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what it is. He's up off the bench, He's a he, but he's the best teammate you could hope for. Yeah, I guess that's true. And he's an effort guy. He doesn't need the ball. He doesn't ask for it. Right. He'll go get it for you. Right. I don't know. What's well, not the light? Is it the me. hair and the rah-rah? It's the rah-rah. It's the hair it's and the, the rah-rah. rah-rah. Yeah, yeah. It just annoys me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I know. You always seem to not like the players you should love. <laughs> uh, two guys left. Quentin, I once had 50 Ross, and I'm hanging my hat on it. <laughs> Quentin Ross once had 50 points in a game. Wow. And we all thought, look out for this kid. Nope. Never again. And then finally, I'd like to mention Dave Pinball Twardzik. <laughs> That's T W A R D Z I K Twardzik. <laughs> Out of old D U. ODU, Old Dominion. Okay. Uh, played for the Virginia Squires back when guys went to the professional team where near they played ball. <laughs> so we went to school at ODU, played for the Virginia Squires from 73 to 77. Uh huh. We're number 13. Huh. Dave that? Pinball Twardzik. I do not remember Pinball. I, I, me neither, and shame on us. That's right. We should know of Pinball Twardzik. <laughs> there should be a ballad written. Something. A <laughs> right? plaque somewhere, a statue, something. Yeah. You know. Come on, everybody, gather around while I tell you the story of Dave Pinball Twardzik. <laughs> you can't even say it earnestly. Twardzik. Yeah. That's a, I wonder what the, if he's like Polish or what that was. You know, like what is... <laughs> Derivation I don't know the derivation of, of Twardzik. I don't know either. Yeah. Interesting though. Yeah, bud. But boy, pinball. There it is. Davy Pinball Twardzik. <laughs> this one goes out to you. <laughs> I wonder why they called him Pinball. Probably because he was a little he was a point guard. That that much I was oh, able okay. to survive, surmise. So he's uh, a little he was round. Probably like bouncing around little off round of guys. guy, yeah, yeah. Would bounce off a of guy. Well, he didn't have fun. to be round. I mean, I, I always viewed Isaiah Thomas as a bit of a pinball. You know, he was in there bouncing around. Yeah, yeah. But he was like a little muscle. He was like a little muscly guy. A muscle hamster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Muscle mouse. Mouse in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mouse yeah. in the house. <laughs> you know, that's what the big men say when they post Th- up a small guy. 13 ounce mouse in the house. <laughs> what the, what's, 12 ounce. 12, 12 ounce mouse in the house. house. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. All right. PDB. Uh, PDB. PDB. Pasty. Doughy. Bastard. Right? That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. Uh, so Grace is going to um, grace us with another <laughs> minute here. Oh, that's super well done, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> And this week... Oh, I thought we were getting right into it. 
Oh, well, we can do that. No, no, do it. Say what you were going to say. No, I don't think I will. I think we'll just we'll just be surprised. Why should I why should I do that? Okay. All right. Let's All right. just do that. You're not recapping anymore. No. You've let that segment Fuck go. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck that shit, George. Let's see what happens. I'm disappointed in this. Are you really? I got to say. Why? Because I liked you stumbling over a recap. <laughs> I like you stumbling through and around a recap. I, for, I refuse. Okay. I refuse to Fine. recap anymore. Fine. <laughs> Give, go on. Give it to me. Jim. Jimmy. What are you doing here? Oh, Christ. My goodness. What a fucking unexpected coincidence. What are the odds? Rick, please don't. I, I, I just, I don't want to do this today. Do what, Jim? Do what? Rick, I, 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 I can't. Can't what? Jimmy, talk to me. Talk to me. This is grocery store Ricky, Jim. Please, I, I'm just trying to get the shopping done. <laughs> As am I, Jimmy. You see my cart. You see my cart. Shopping. Shopping. I mean, the shit we put in us. Food. Keeps us going. It's only food, Jim. Oh, God. Food feeds the body. And I do feel compelled to say, it's not even my place to say, but what? Feeds the soul? You're unbelievable. Something that is completely yours, Jimmy. Listen to me now. Something for Jim. Something I like to call lamb. Just, Just leave me to my shopping, please. Something. Something that's completely yours, Jim. Look at this. Right on the shelf. Right here, Jimmy. Land of lakes. Jimmy, land of lakes. It's a sign from Vishnu. Let's talk about land, Jimmy. It, it, it's, it's, just, it's just butter. Perhaps. But I'm saying, we find you a parcel with a lake on it. In fact, I know just the one. Maybe you take up fishing. Learn a little bit about lures. Look, I, I just want to get my things and go. If you would just put back those goji berries, you'd have enough for a down payment today. Ricky, please, I need the gojis. No one needs the gojis, Jimmy. Please, Ricky. Oh, 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 oh. Look what we have here. Pepperidge Farm. How about you make yourself a little farm, Jim? Huh? Tending the crops. You're slopping the pigs up with the sun and priming the tractor. You're living the dream, Jim. I'm in accounts receivable. I don't have dreams. Oh, Jimmy. Look, could you please? I I need to get home. I need to get these back to Ginny. Could you just leave me be? I hear you, Jimmy. We'll hook up later. No, no, that's not what I want. I don't want to. Oh, Jim, 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 look, the Morton Salt Girl. Salt of the earth. Land, Jimmy. Ricky. Incorrigible. Ricky. I mean, he's just incorrigible. That's, that's the right word. Yeah. That is the right word. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he can't be couraged. These uh, salesmen, they keep coming up. <laughs> you, if you had one, you'd know. Jimmy isn't safe anywhere. No. It he, seems. It does, yeah, I think right? you're right. From the, the prying eyes and the predatory nature of a Ricky Roma. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's a good question, though. Is, is Roma... Tra- like really literally like tracking him like you know following him around and you know I think, stalking him i think it's pretty clear yeah that that's what's happening it's a little it's a little disturbing it's like the one that you can't have is always the one that you want yeah that's you know true. yeah and that always the way that's right so that's what ricky's dealing with here <laughs> you know he can't have the link contract Oh, but maybe he can. Maybe. Right? There's always that hope, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And he's not ready to give up yet. That's right. Yeah. So he's just going to go wherever Jim is. Wherever Jim is. Hope that he can 
find <laughs> something <laughs> that reminds him of land that Jim will connect with. He hasn't found it yet. Yeah. But he's going to keep trying. He sure is. <laughs> There's a connection to be made here. Yeah. And that's what good salesmen do. They find it. Yeah. Right? That's his job. Right? Yeah. That shell coming in the door with the fishing rod. He's like, oh, maybe we can. That's right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's supermarkets. <laughs> maybe it's confessions. Right. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We're looking. That's right. You know? He's probing. That's Get, right. Gently probing. Work, working the issue. <laughs> working it. <laughs> working it. <laughs> Let's work the problem, people. Well, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Yeah. All right. Top of the minute. Top of the minute. So we see a, a, a grocery store, like a generic, you know, sort of suburban grocery store. Upper end. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Whole Foodsy. Yeah, it's a nice. Trader Joey. Yeah, something like something that. Something in there. Yeah, but right? it's big, you know, and big, it's, it's crowded, crowded, and there's people and Hustle carts, and bustle. Yeah, shopping carts yeah. and checkout lines and yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. And we see Jim pushing a cart. We down, do. Down the sort aisle. Sort of a crane shot over the shoulder. Right. Swings in down the aisle. There's That's Jimmy. Right. That's right. Right? <laughs> and we see someone facing the other way, looking at the stuff on the shelf. That's right. And Jim stops to get something, and then... Yeah. Guess and they're who? both, yeah, they're sort of back to back in the aisle. Right, and right, then, right. yeah. Guess who? Jim. <laughs> Jimmy. And there it is. Yeah. Right? Yep. Right in the aisle there. It's amazing how he was able to like plant himself. Like he's not following Jim around the supermarket. He had kind of, or unless he planned this out, like, okay, he's going up and down these, the yeah. aisles. GPS you know, like, tracker in the heel right, of Jim's shoe. Right. That's what's like happening. That. <laughs> well, maybe he, he noticed that Jim was following a pattern. Like, you know, there are ter- certain types of shoppers. Some shoppers go in the grocery store and the, they, they go and get what they want and then they leave. And suckers, like a random, every last one. In a random pattern. Suckers. Those are Morons, suckers. suckers. Ne'er-do-wells, neophytes. <laughs> and then there are other people who go in and they Cr- enter... Criminally insane. And they enter the are maze. Are those people. <laughs> those are the... Uh, but then there are the other... I think those are the smart people. The no, other they're people not. enter the maze not. and go up and down every yeah, aisle. that's right. And that... You're how, saying, do you know, how do you know you're not going to see something you need? <laughs> <laughs> and I know that's what they want you to think. That's exactly but, uh, right. the only way for me to get in and out of a supermarket is to snake through every aisle. Is that right? That's right. Wow. That's right. Because what if I have forgotten something? I wouldn't have taken you for a snaking up and down the aisle. I mean, person. there are rare occasions when I'm getting a thing for dinner. I'm pop in, I pop out. Uh-huh. There are those occasions. But uh-huh. on the whole, even if I'm there for a dozen items, I will, I'll make sure I traverse Interesting. the entirety. That's amazing. Of... <laughs> the landscape of that store because that's because the, they it's that's literally they a maze yeah, and they yeah. want you to enter it so that you spend as much time as possible absolutely wandering around just not knowing what you're doing and absolutely. picking up shit absolutely I adore shopping though so it doesn't feel like a trap to me gotcha yeah I'm the other I'm the exact opposite I have a list I I hopefully I know exactly where everything is <laughs> I'm targeted I'm efficient I'm like a heat seeking granola and powder peanut butter 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat powder peanut butter anymore. Oh, that a boy! So I go in and I and I ting 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 ting. You and do. I find you hit my, all the yeah, hot spots. Get my targets. I just fill up my thing. And right. I'm out of there. And you are, real quick. Uh, there's so many questions here. Are you a self checker outer or are you always a cashier? It depends where I'm. I do most of my shopping at Trader Joe's. Right. Uh, and there's no self checkout. No self checkout. So they help you. There. They're all about the interaction. Yeah. Yeah. They, they like. like they force feed it to you. They do. Like every right. time you check out, well, not every time, but usually the, the checkout person will start a little discussion about something or They're other. They're clearly made to start some kind of bullshit conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there's gentlemen on every aisle seemingly like, how's it going today? Right. Did you find everything okay? All ready you know, to like use that. your 20% off coupon? <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Am I? <laughs> I don't know. A <laughs> little bit of trivia, by the way. Great. 
that guy who was the son-in-law on the Cosby show, who who that big thing was made about recently. Yeah. You know, where he, he was working at Trader Joe's yes. and he got denigrated because right. someone took his picture and said, Look who's working right. at Trader Joe's. This fucking loser. Yeah, this right. guy's a loser because he right. works at Trader Joe's right. now. That's my Trader Joe's. Oh, where, nice. Where I go shopping. Nice. Is where he works. You ever see that guy? I'm sure I saw him before the whole incident happened, but I never rec- I never put it together that uh-huh. he was the son-in-law from the Cosby show. Right. And um, and I don't see him anymore. I think he quit because he because of take all the, the hubbub. Yeah, because of all That's the hubbub. That's a shame. It really is a shame. Cause I can't work. I know, right? What the fuck? A man can't work. None of them. What the fuck? Yeah. But that was I was I was shocked because he that, was on a television show thirty fucking years ago, and he still is acting. He's acting of and course. directing. He teaches acting. I'm pretty sure he was a teacher. Yes, that's yeah. the last I heard of that's that. That's right. Guy. He's yeah. teaching acting. He Somebody I knew, I think, took a class with him. Yeah, yeah. And I think he, I think he got work. I think actually he got acting work out of that whole debacle. Is that right? I think that might have been what happened. Somebody was like, oh. Well, or they were just like, oh yeah, I remember that guy. He was oh, really guy. good on oh, Cosby. Yeah. We should yeah. cast him in whatever. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? So. Uh, his name's Jeffrey. I don't, yeah, I that Jeffrey is that Owen. Jeffrey but I don't think something. That's right. yeah. yeah, Jeffrey something. Yeah, but uh, yeah, always seemed like a nice guy. And sure, uh, and I would have the urge to yell, "Say hi to Theo." Yes, on my I, way I, out. Something I would have been like, <laughs> but yeah. I wouldn't. But I would have the urge. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just sorry I didn't get to interact with him while he worked there. Sure, you, you are. know. Yeah, I would have been because you love brushing hey. shoulders exactly <laughs> with the celeb. Hey, how yeah, you, you doing? You do. It's creepy. <laughs> it's creepy. <laughs> And grounds for dismissal. Okay. <laughs> so the grocery store, uh, Ricky, Jim, what are you doing? What are you doing here? Here. Yeah. Which, yeah. Very, uh, very familiar. Yes. Reminiscent, I like to very call rem- it. <laughs> oh, do you? Yes. I thought, yeah. Derivative. No, no, no. That was say. the other one. Oh. This oh, one I, is reminiscent. Oh, I see. <laughs> An homage, if you will. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are the odds? Right. And uh, and uh, Jim is immediately uh, distressed. By yeah. this. <laughs> yes. Oh Christ! Well, how could he not be? Right. Yeah. It's uh, this guy won't leave him alone. Yeah, that's right. Hounding him. He is hounding him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so J- Rick tries to settle him down. <laughs> He's like, Jim, this is grocery store Ricky Jim. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's it does seem pertinent to say where you are standing with someone while you're standing while there. you're standing there as yeah. you're reminding them who you are. That's good script writing. <laughs> That's right so there. solid, <laughs> solid, solid work right That's there. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I would not have recognized that they had been in a grocery yeah, store. Yeah, where are they? We don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> now I know. Right. This is yeah. grocery store right. Ricky Jim. Because he wouldn't be grocery store Ricky in a Models. Exactly. Right? No. He'd yeah. be sporting goods Ricky. He'd be Ricky. sporting goods Ricky. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. And he's like, you, and Jim is like, but please, I just want to do my shopping. I'm just here to, yeah. And, and Ricky's like, Jim, my cart. <laughs> I'm shopping too. You, my cart. You, you see, see my cart. cart. <laughs> <laughs> Again, very reminiscent. Very reminiscent. An homage. Yeah, if you will. Uh, you know? If a celebration will. of okay yeah. yeah 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 honoring yeah okay totally uh and then uh ricky goes on to say you know shopping <laughs> shopping like to define shopping for jim in a way he hadn't thought of before yeah food it's just it's just the shit we put in shit our body food. food uh but what feeds the soul yeah, jim now we're talking yeah <laughs> now we're talking right something this is where it gets for, good something for jim for jim something just for you yes jim. yes and uh, Jim is still like not interested. He is, yeah. He just wants to go home. Yeah, and Ricky takes a pause there and sort of regroups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see him <laughs> cycling he's through some things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's scanning the, the scanning the uh, aisle to he see what he is. can find. And he finds the butter, the Land O'Lakes right. butter. Right. So he pulls that off the shelf. Right. Look at this, Jim. 
It's a sign. It's a sign right. from, of course, from Vishnu. Vishnu, right. <laughs> Look, there's, there are gods that are referenced and gods that are not. <laughs> and you can call it whatever you want. Vishnu is a thing that people reference. That's right. And the god Vishnu too into the butter. Into the, <laughs> <laughs> into the butter. Into the butter. <laughs> <laughs> and Jimmy's like, but, uh, no, that's just butter. It's butter. That's all that is. Yeah. <laughs> it's just right. Just butter. <laughs> Um, and Ricky's like, no, but you can have a, a parcel with a lake on it, Jim. In yeah, fact, I know see, just land, the one. Oh, lakes. That's right. Land. Oh, lakes. Pulling from his surroundings. <laughs> That's right. Really? Very, very creative. Very adept. He is. It's, it's, he's, is uh, Ricky here. He's associating. He's free associating That's right. with the items in the grocery he's store. He's present in the moment, using what's nearby, what's around him. Right. Right? Using his environment. Anything to crack the code. That's right. The link code. <laughs> Now, do you? Who does the shopping in your family? Do you do most solely of the myself? Solely you. Okay. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. yeah. Uh, Why do you ask? Just curious. Oh, just curious. Well, next time you're out. <laughs> well, I love the shopping. Yeah. As you know. Yep. I supermarkets are like a the biggest privilege n- known to man in this in this society. Uh, they are pretty amazing. And if you you've think been abroad it. and you know what it's like out there for fresh fruits and veg, other places, when you come back here, you feel joyous going to the supermarket. Right. So yeah, it's uh, and also that you don't like in the old days you had to go eight different places to get all the stuff to that's make. That's true, and yeah. even in some places today. I like, grew up a lot like that. Yeah, stopping at four different places on the way home and produce markets and right. stuff like that. Yeah, and when I was in Colombia, I remember it was it's a similar they they the consumers there buy things in like single serving stuff, so sure, they'll sure. go out and buy salt, but they just buy enough salt to make dinner that day. And exactly, and stuff like, and like they get one onion, you know, they right. get like so right. they go to a whole bunch of different places. It's right. not a big supermarket, you go, there are supermarkets, but right. but people mostly go shop around and get one little thing here and there, right. in Different places and right. stuff. Uh, but here we have a giant, massive <laughs> place where you go and get everything, everything for the month, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. And, and even more than you need. And there are places that you can get everything for the week. Places you can get everything for the year. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. It really is it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. It's just, it is crazy. Yeah, and, it's and bananas. It, yeah, it really is. But crazy. I embrace the privilege of supermarket shopping. We're really lucky to have supermarkets. I, I feel that we are. Yeah. And so I like doing it. It is it is nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, like I said, I do most of the shopping. Well, I do, my wife and I do our own shopping. She has her own thing. Right. I do my own thing. Yeah. I go to Trader Joe's. She has a need for things outside of the peanut butter and or breakfast granola areas. That's true. Is that true? Yeah. 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 And you do not really. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if there's a thing in a toaster oven and it's got breading on it, I mean, I'll eat that. That's sure. That's fine. Come on. That's fine. What are we talking about? It doesn't have to be peanut butter if it's that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So the land of lakes thing doesn't work. For me? No, for, for Jimmy. No, Land Jimmy doesn't bite. Not working, right? no, he doesn't bite. He doesn't bite on that. And 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 uh, Rick keeps trying. Oh, Jimmy, you can you can take a fishing. Yes, you can learn about lures. lures. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And nope. he does a little Pacino soft shoe thing <laughs> there. Right. Learn about lures, Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> Because, you know, lures are very exciting. Are they? Yeah. You find them exciting? They can be, sure. I mean, there's some phenomenal craftsmanship in the lure community. That's true. Do you like fishing? No, of course not. No, I didn't think No, I abhor it. I'm anti-fishing. I would hope so. It's it's horrible. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no. But but lures as craftsmanship, I can appreciate. 
Okay, so you could see going to like a lore museum. I don't know if I would do lures. that, but I, you know, like if I happened upon one. You'd be sucked in. You'd be like, oh, those are shiny. I'd be I'm getting tempted. Lured in. <laughs> exactly. Is that what you're getting at? That's exactly that right. That a boy. <laughs> That's pretty you good. You don't want to get too That's close. pretty good. <laughs> That's right. No. I, Very tempting. I'm with you. I don't like fishing. I hate fishing. Sure. I think I have, uh, I think I've cried on every fishing trip I've ever been on. <laughs> I think that's a true story. <laughs> because of the poor fish? Is that... A lot of reasons. A lot of There's reasons. It's just like... I remember one fishing trip I went on uh, with the, an old like family friend, neighbor kind of people. They were like... They lived across the street from us when I was growing up. And yeah, they yeah, loved yeah. to fish and do all that kind of stuff. So like, come on, we'll take you fishing. We'll go out in the ocean and blah, blah. Went out in the ocean, this little boat, you know, with a motor on it. Right. And the, 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 the dad's like drinking beer all day. Right. And we're out there all day. And I felt like I was in Jaws. I, you know, there's, there's storm clouds on the horizon. <laughs> oh, my and God. We're way out in the ocean somewhere. Oh we don't know God. where we are. I'm like, can we, uh, <laughs> can we think about heading back now maybe? That would be really, I think maybe it's time to go. No, nah, we're fine. Don't worry about it. And there's, we're still fishing. And, and what I think is crazy about fishing is they'll pull any old thing into the boat. Like whatever you catch, it don't matter. They're bringing it into the boat. <laughs> Like they had caught a big shark, right? And they're reeling it in. It's like, oh, I think we got a shark. I'm like, uh, uh, you want me to cut the line? I'll cut the line. I'll just cut it now and we can, we'll be free of the shark and we can go back in. And they're like, no, no, no. And so they bring this big shark and they, you know, they jab it with the hook and they bring it in, you know, and it's flopping around in the boat. And yeah, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Suffering. Yeah. Sure. And then they, they hit a hook in it and they throw it overboard, throw it back. And then they caught a, um, a stingray. Yeah. Bring that in the boat again. Why I'm like, not? just just, yeah, just cut it loose. Yeah, no, got to bring it in the boat. Have it flap around. Yeah. It's, the tail is whipping around. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, it's gonna hit me. Yeah, and then they throw it back, and yeah. I was just like, can we please go yeah. back? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> it's horrible. I love that. It's horrifying. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I I did not enjoy the that. only time I'll stand for animal cruelty on that level is if it makes you cry. <laughs> 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 no that's horrifying that's it horrifying. really was it's, it's a horrifying thing that people do it is bad it's a strange world it really is yeah, yeah it's, I, and I'm, I remember as a kid uh, my uncle lived had a house on a lake right we would go and fish there and there was like little sunfish and you were always guaranteed to catch sure. something within five sure. minutes you sure. just put your thing in and sure. fish would swim right up they were pretty dumb right. and they get caught and then you take them off your hook you throw them back right. but it's still bad because you'd, you'd get a fish out of the thing and he'd have like six holes in his face right from other people catching yeah, it and yeah, stuff. yeah it's like that's not good no it's not good it's really not no, good. especially for that fish yeah and i don't like holding the fish because some <laughs> parts are like soft and squishy and other parts are like pointy and cutty because they're trying to protect themselves you know i mean forgive I, me if i don't find that to be the saddest part of the story <laughs> it's awful forgive though. me i understand forgive me for that <laughs> for thinking that maybe you're not the one suffering most <laughs> I get it, but that's why they have that because people shouldn't be picking them up. Agreed, agreed. God, don't pick me up. No, feel me. <laughs> <laughs> Am I something you want to be picking up? I'm scaly and stingy and slippery. Stop it. Stop picking me up. That's right. Yeah, please. I'm with you on that. Yeah, no, I don't like it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, then then uh, Rick is like Jimmy. If you just put back those goji berries, you got enough for a down payment today. Goji berries are fucking expensive. Are they shit. really? Oh yeah. my god, dude! Yeah. You buy those regularly? Well, I don't say not regularly anymore. Like on I, yeah, I mean, it'll yeah. put you in the poorhouse. Those wow. things, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a when I'm flush kind of item. Yeah, a little yeah. treat. Yeah, that's right. Gojis. I think last time I checked, like eighteen a pound. Wow. For for just you know little berries, little berry, little dehydrated berry. 
<laughs> Next time, gojis. Maybe. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk. That's 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 expensive. But super good for you. Super food. Right. You know, all that super stuff. Super food. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Yep. Notice the difference when I am able to eat them. Really? Feels like a good thing. Interesting. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But Rick, not a fan. <laughs> well, I mean, Rick sees land as the nourishing thing for right, Jimmy. That's right. Not, not goji berries. Gojis. Yeah. <laughs> Put them back. That's right. And you can have a down payment. And then you could have a down payment. Today. 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 And that's the urgency, right? He's like, come on, today, Today. Jim. We can get this done right now. Yeah. Before we leave the store. That's right. We can have a a verbal on this. That's right. Commit to me, Jim. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But of course, he won't. He's got to have the gojis. But I'm, my guess is that Jenny needs the goji. Probably. And he comes home without them. Oh, that's hell to pay. That's a Dutch scratching. Yeah. <laughs> that's a Dutch scratching <laughs> that's waiting right. to happen. That's exactly yeah. right. He, and knows, he knows it. He knows better. He yeah. does. Uh, and then uh, Rick goes to the Pepperidge Farm. <laughs> sure. Because they remember. Farm, right. Come on, Jim. Have yeah. a farm. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see Jimmy Link starting a farm. No? No, I don't think so. Living the dream? <laughs> I don't Up know. with the sun? Up with ten the, the tractor? Slopping the pigs? <laughs> Slopping the pigs? <laughs> you can't see that? Not for Jim. That's where think. a man becomes whole, buddy. It's true. Right? Working Get with back your, to the earth. Working the land with that's your right. hands. In you harmony know, with the animals. That's right. Yes. Yeah. But I, for Jim Link, I don't see it. For Jimmy Link, you yeah. say no. No. For someone else, maybe, but not maybe not for him. Well, we we learn what he does in this minute, and it that's right. does seem like it might be not for him. That's true. Right? Yeah, it's in the next little bit here. <clears throat> yeah. He says, you're living the dream, and Jim says, I don't have dreams. I work in accounts receivable. Accounts receivable. Which is, there yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of those terms, like, I've heard it a million times. I really still don't know what that means. No, you do. You just can't believe that there's a whole occupation dedicated <laughs> to it. You can't. It's true. I looked this up. All right, what's it mean? Uh, it means... The accounts you are receiving uh-huh. in terms of people paying you, uh-huh. making sure that that happens. Gotcha. That the payment is received and processed and is able to be made from whatever account is has been offered and all that stuff. So right. accounts receivable. That's it. You're just making just, sure people pay. You're following the money and making sure people can pay. Right. That's it. That's all. Clickety clackety. Right. But it probably involves some phone calls to people and being like, um, you know, you well, make your the payment phone calls, there's <laughs> research, there's a lot of stuff. There's a, checks, you know, <laughs> sending the checks to the bank, you know, there's yeah, a lot of there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I yeah, I imagine it's a lot of that following up yeah on old things it does sound hard flagging other things right 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 yeah if it gets really bad you got some flagging pick it up the chain up the food chain that's right somebody else else has to to look at this and then they send a guy to break their legs you know that kind of thing (laughs) yeah totally i get it okay that does sound horrible yeah it's the worst yeah yeah although if you if you do business with a lot of people who are really ethical you it's probably really easy yeah you, you know? can just slip on through there. Right. Monday to Friday, everybody's paid up. That's right. It's Everything's just, good. It's just a lot of thank yous. <laughs> That's right. Thank you for I your payment. Know. I think there's a whole other department for that. <laughs> Accounts uh, gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just send that off to the next office over. <laughs> Helen, this got misfiled. I'm, I'm not thanking these people. You do it. You do it. That's your job. Yeah. Stay in your lane, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Helen's fault. Let's, I mean... I know. Yeah, but you, she was saying that to, to Jim. Oh, she that was, was Helen. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't realize you were playing Helen. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Now. I should have said Helen Colin. <laughs> Quote. Yeah. Stay in your lane, bro. Yeah. Stay in your lane, bro. <laughs> Said Helen. And then Jim. <laughs> Jim- Slyly. <laughs> while reaching for her nail file. <laughs> 
And Jimmy uh, then is like, look, I got to go. I need to get these things back to Ginny. That's right. Uh, which is the a- goji specifically. Right. <laughs> I think is what he means. Right. I think this is the first time he's brought up Ginny in, uh, since we've started doing. Oh, in the Infinite. new, in the yeah. new iteration. I think it is. Grace has finally happened upon some Ginny information that she's yeah. including figures out where she goes now. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Which is kind of interesting. It is. Cause he's not, not talking about her much. You know, oh, like he, hasn't, I, I, he hasn't blamed it on her until now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. He hasn't used her as an excuse. Well, it's now. emasculating. Yeah. It's emasculating. Well, sure. Doing it in front of Ricky, for sure. Especially with Ricky. Yeah. yeah. But like saying you got to, you know, you know, like I like whatever. Partners are partners <laughs> like and then it works. But like <laughs> the guy who's like, uh, my, I'd like to stay, guys, but I... My wife. <laughs> and you just go like, yeah, I get it. I get, yeah, of course, of course. You, you met, then, you but then when wife. he leaves, you go like, this poor bastard. <laughs> what, what does he mean? He, he can't I, stay another 10 minutes? I met your wife what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> the, it's weird. It's a weird little dynamic. It is weird, yeah. And so I, Jim is probably steering clear of appearing that way yeah. as often as possible. Until now. Until now, yeah. right, right. Yeah. But I think, uh, yeah, th- this seems appropriate, though, because he's at it the does. supermarket. It's, it's like, like the know. last little straw he's pulling out yeah. to get out of this. Right, right. He's pulling the Ginny card. And then Ricky's like, oh, okay, we'll hook up later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nope. No. Oh, That's Ricky. That's not what I meant. So persistent. <laughs> he no. is persistent. Right? So persistent. You got to give him that. You do. You know? You I mean, you don't get to the top name on the board by not being persistent. Yeah, that's right. Right? Yeah. That's 90% of the game. That's exactly right. In anything. Yep. Be persistent. That is true. That's part of my problem. That you're not persistent. That's right. I'm not either. You're, you don't think you are? No. I think you can be. I can be, but yeah. I don't enjoy it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't like... Are there people... Are, people do enjoy it, though, don't they? Yeah, there are yeah. people who... I don't enjoy that. I used yeah. to... Years and years ago, I used to be very persistent about stuff. I can be very persistent if it's my own thing and I have to work it out myself, but I don't like being like Ricky and going... That's what I'm Having to at. catch up to some other person. Right. Like, you know, I don't want to be bothering people. Right. If, like, if someone's like, here, is this thing and no, no one else can figure it out this solo project that involves nobody else exactly can you figure this out for yeah. us i'll spend hours i, know I won't will. give up until I you are very persistent that but but if in terms of like calling people Lon- and getting lonely other people, persistent yeah getting people You're like an isolated shit. persistence exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i don't want to be right. forcing other people to do stuff yeah yeah um you're, and you're not in you're also not buddy film persistent like you don't want to be persistent with a pal true hunting down a lead so forth exactly yeah again it's the same thing i don't want to force i feel like i'm forcing somebody to do something and i don't want to push them i don't want to push them to answer me you can't but you can't get behind tracking down something with like a buddy i could yeah. buddy film style yeah i definitely being could. persistent in that way i think i could All yeah. right. so you don't have to be isolated no but you don't want to make anyone have to do anything they don't want to do exactly i get it yeah your persistence shall not affect somebody negatively right you're persistent in your research so forth yeah right Things like that. Things exactly. of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Solving problems. That kind of thing. That are isolated to Think. non-human content. <laughs> <laughs> right. I follow you. Yeah. Exactly. All right. All right. All right. Good. I am not persistent. No? At all? In any way. Really? No. Huh. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> do you think you're easily distracted? Is it just like these other things that you want to do rather nah, than the, the It's one often thing? like, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what is this going to matter anyway? <laughs> That's often what happens. Okay. It's a nihilistic view of the world oh. and how things progress. Gotcha. You know? Okay. Yeah. 
Well, eh, fuck it. <laughs> it's kind of how I approach things. Yeah. That I maybe should be more persistent about. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> yeah, that's cool. Live and learn. We well, live and we learn. That's right. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Hey, man. <laughs> your apocalypse. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and then uh, Jimmy, uh, sorry, Ricky uh, tries one more thing, which is the Morton Salt Girl. <laughs> It's a stretch. It is a stretch. It's a bit of a stretch. The salt of the earth land, Land. Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jimmy's not having any of that. He he just turns and walks away. He just pushes the cart and leaves the scene. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He leaves the scene. (laughs) Post haste. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I, and I don't know if Ricky is actually going to buy any groceries today, or if he's just going to like leave the cart half filled a, in the aisle and just walk cart. out of the store. Yeah, <laughs> prop cart, one hundred percent. You know it because he referenced it. Yeah, you, you see, see my, my cart. cart. <laughs> I worked to have this with me. You see my cart. Obviously, this means I'm shopping. <laughs> right? Yeah. Totally prop. And he just walked out. Just yeah. left it there. Yeah. That's crazy. Totally. Totally. There's no question. And and like all the rest of the day, no one wanted to touch that cart no. because everyone thinks that someone else. Somebody just cart. walked away right around right, the corner. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It stayed there all day it until sure like the did. store closed. Yeah, and all that food went rotten. Yeah, yeah. That away, Rick. <laughs> hey, anything for the sale? Yeah, that's you know? absolutely right. right. Anything for the sale. It's uh, it, it has to happen sometimes. That's right. Right, friendly fire. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the minute. That is. That is. I'd like to recap one thing. Okay. In the place where they were standing, because they yeah. didn't do a lot of locomoting around the supermarket. Right. This scene. There was butter. Yes. Salt. Right. And what else? Pepperidge Farm. Something Pepperidge something Farm. Something Pepperidge Farm. Right. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Not not too hard to believe. Yeah. It's, yeah. Don't you get all. <laughs> it's, yeah. You could, it could happen. Yeah. For sure. Sure. Yeah. Right. Pepperidge Farm could make some things that might be found in a dairy aisle. That's right. And the dairy was like right there on, on one side. And on the other side, you they were like your, your dry goods. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Your other baking stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I don't know why you even brought it I up. Was just, I was just uh, reflecting on the minute. <laughs> <laughs> reflecting. Now, I had one other thing. Oh, great. Today. I love it. I love okay. when you have things. Good. Uh, and this is about, it's a little update on the <laughs> upcoming Glengarry Glen Ross Broadway production. Wow, I love an with update. The, with the ladies. I love a real world lady update. Yeah. This is exciting. Okay, so there's we have a date, an opening date for the show. It's okay, going to be okay. May 16th. Okay, okay. 2019. Okay. Yeah. Give me the shit. So, <laughs> so May, 19th, May 16th, which is not that far away. No, right it's not now. far at all. This is the end of March when we're recording this. I'm so ready. We've got until uh, the middle of May. So they have not announced the cast yet, but you got to think they're going to start rehearsing six, four, four to six weeks out, right? Which would be within the next two, three weeks. They're probably going to start rehearsing. A play this magnitude, yeah. I mean, it's a short, totally. it's a short place. So you may not need as much rehearsal time. Yeah, but you're you got You're going to want to nail it. I yeah. I they're going to need. So. They're yeah. going to need a lead time. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking four to six weeks. Yeah, I think six on the side of six. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping in the next two or three weeks we're going to get a cast. Right, because someone will spot that and well, they'll just announce report it on it, they'll or start, they'll announce. Yeah, they'll it, announce because yeah. they want to kind of want to start to get the uh, ball rolling on the ticket purchases and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my, my gut feeling is this is going to be one that's going to be populated by big name actresses. You would hope. 
So uh, they're going to want to get that out there. One would hope. Get people interested. Yeah. So I found this website. Might I suggest Jane Fonda to those listening? You certainly may. <laughs> okay, great. And, where, and who is she playing? Oh, she would be, uh, at this point, ugh, That's the tough thing, one. right? Yeah. Tough one. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I came up with a couple actresses who I'd like to see in. Oh, I got a few myself now. Oh, good. Now, the more I think about it. One for me is, uh, um, oh, shit, uh, Andrea Martin. Oh. Just dropped out of something on Broadway. Okay. Uh, because she was I- ill, but hopefully she's better now, and maybe she can get into the Glengarry Glen Ross and play Arano, because I think she'd oh. be amazing. She would be a great Arano. I think someone suggested that to us before, actually. Maybe. Is that right? Online, maybe. Could be. Know. Could be. Go ahead. You, do you have one you want to uh, Nope. Okay. My other one was, uh, and this, this is more of a stage actress than a film actress, not really a big well, that's name. But, what you're looking for? Yeah. Is Cherry Jones. Do you Don't know, know Cherry, Cherry Jones. Jones. Uh, I saw her in Doubt on Broadway okay. years ago. Okay. And the other, the film I know her from is is uh, M Night Shyamalan's Signs. You remember that movie? <laughs> I do, the of course. Alien Invasion film. I didn't hate that one. I like That's it. That's why I remembered yeah, it. <laughs> I think it's pretty good. Uh, she plays the sheriff in that movie who has to tell. Oh uh, yeah, Mel Gibson. His okay, wife yes. is dying. And I'm looking at a picture of her right now, and she's yes, she's fantastic. She I'd is. like to see her she's play uh, play Shelley actually because I think she's a wonderful actress. Yeah. I think she'd be great. She plays. Matt Damon's mom in the Ocean's 12 movie, which oh, we just go. talked about yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I love her. She's, She's great. Fantastic. She's great. All right. Anyway, uh, did you have anyone to suggest? No, but I love those two suggestions. Okay. So I found this website. Right. That is called uh, NewYorkCityTheater.com. hey oh. Now, it's not in any way, I just want to make this disclaimer, this, <laughs> this is not in any way connected to the production of Glengarry Glen Ross right. that's upcoming. Right. Uh, but it's just sort of a, a website where you can go and you can you can get a link to buy tickets and you can find out where the theater is and how to get there and nearby restaurants and you know plan your trip to, sure. to Broadway sure. that kind of sure. stuff. Sure, 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 sure. So someone from this website has written a little marketing blurb, fantastic, titled "Why See Glen Gary Glen Ross," which I found worthy of reading on the show. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> is this a quote corner? It kind of is. It I guess probably we, should be. You want to do that? Let's frame it a little bit. Okay. When you go to the movies, you want to eat popcorn. You don't want to eat hummus. If somebody said it, and you just can't forget it, if you hear someone lecture, then it's time for conjecture. And chickpeas. All right. All right. So, so uh, why see Glengarry Glen Ross? <laughs> and the subtitle is May the Best Woman Win Ouch. with W O in parentheses. Of course. <laughs> of course. Because how else would you write that? I know. All right, here we go. It's no stranger to Broadway, but we're sure you've not seen Mammoth's cutthroat take on the real estate industry like this before. I like this guy. Pulitzer Prize-winning play Glengarry Glen Ross is returning to Broadway in a brand new revival, but this time with an all-female cast that will fight it out for the prize of top salesman, or should that rather be saleswoman? <laughs> Despicable. <laughs> 
How do you sleep, person who wrote this? How do you sleep? This well-timed twist on the darkly comedic drama comes in the wake of the Me Too movement and an increased interest in male-female power balances both on and off the stage. (laughs) Director Amy Morton will also be making her Broadway directorial debut after taking Mammoth's American Buffalo and Glengarry Glen Ross to the stage at Chicago's Steppenwolf. Right, right. We've read about this. With the play including several juicy roles, we're waiting with bated breath to see what the surely starry lineup will look like. Surely starry. Surely starry. <laughs> surely starry. <laughs> Is surely starry going to be in it? And it, <laughs> and it ends with a dramatic ellipse. Really? Oh, <laughs> well-placed ellipse is my favorite. <laughs> that one I wouldn't say is well-placed. No, I wouldn't say that either. <laughs> but I just found that so odd. That's a ludicrous thing you just read. <laughs> I love it. I love that you brought it. I it's know. ridiculous. It's really... <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, it's uh, it's so... Do you, does Pidge get a nod? Oh, that would be great. I'm asking. I'm asking uh, what you think. I'd love to see you her think, in it. I know that. Oh, sorry. Goes without saying. Um, Any opportunity you to cast your eyes upon a Rebecca Pigeon, <laughs> you're signing up for and probably paying upwards of $200 a, a ticket for. <laughs> what we don't know is whether you think she might be in it. I, don't, I have no idea. Wouldn't I mean, she be great? Obviously, she has a connection. Wouldn't she be great? And I did read uh, in, in looking for this. I wasn't really looking for this, but stumbling upon this, that Dave Mamet did okay this production. Like he gave his oh. blessing to this as long that as... literally means nothing to me anymore. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to get a lot of checks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Know. It could just be that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as long as they didn't change the names of the characters. Oh, interesting. So he was not up for there being Rebecca, Rebecca Roma or Roma. something sure, like that. Sure, sure. You know, they have to keep the same names Shelly is easy yeah but I love it this way Ricky is easy again I think the whole point of it is having women say men's stuff I don't be you know I don't know if that's the point I don't know it may maybe it is see I I don't know either but but that's interesting to me there's probably a lady or two in the world named John yes uh maybe yeah George there's George Elliot (laughs) George right uh, George uh, writer you know you could that that could be shortened conceivably I guess John Um, Williamson uh Ricky Roma there could be a Ricky Veronica already did that one oh sorry no that's okay Shelly you did Dave Dave is a Dave Dave gets tough but you do what you do right (laughs) right the good news is when I was thinking about the script is I don't think there's a lot of uh him Dave. what about him right him him like they don't no, use there's pronouns. definitely not that yeah no. there are they refer to each other by name but there aren't really pronouns and so usually last name yeah exactly a lot of times first name but mostly last name right so so i think in that case you there's not like they're going to be rewriting the script yeah or something like agreed that. so agreed. which is which i'm sure dave would not allow them to do right but yes i hope that Amy Morton has reached out and or Dave has like passed her a note that right. says like Rebecca Pigeon yes. would be great, you I know what I mean? Of this. Yeah. So However, <laughs> I, I, here's a condition. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I am married to a very famous actress. <laughs> box office, uh, you know, box office. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. as much as I love Rebecca Pigeon, she cannot rely on a box office argument. <laughs> <laughs> she cannot. Uh, but what part would she play? I guess. Roma. Oh, she'd be Roma. I think so. Oh. I, that's what I would do with her. That would be very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I were, if this production, you know, if it were mine, yeah. and she were attached, right? 
I would. That's definitely where I would place her. That's interesting. You you think that's interesting? I do. I think it's great. Yeah, that, Not I, that she wouldn't work all uh, top to bottom. Right. You know, she I, would. I think she'd be a good link too. Actually, great link. Yeah. Sure. Um, and great was, Williamson for, yeah. for crying out loud. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, Although she may be a little old now. Sorry, Rebecca. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know about that. Although you just that wasn't very nice. <laughs> what you just said. I'm, t- I'm talking about casting you know we're talking about casting that's what we're doing we're casting uh-huh. not everybody fits every role I mean well, that's just the way it is is she that much older than say Spacey was yeah Maybe 10 years I don't know exactly but I think he was he was pretty young when he did that part Troy fucker no he doesn't he's, he's not he answering he just waits a measure yeah. <laughs> he's not interested in our silly it's internet research it's not my <laughs> <laughs> okay troy sorry um but uh but i was thinking about who who yeah i was trying to think of other, other thoughts so i was had, thinking of like, cherry jones and i was thinking of andrea martin and i was trying to think of roma i was like because you can go a lot of different ways with roma like the ricky from the movie pacino was like purely for like the charisma value and sure. the big you know Al Pacino, even though he may have been a little old for the role you keep saying that it never it never occurred to me before now but yeah maybe yeah. you're right yeah um but so I was trying to think, well, what what kind of like woman would play Ricky Roma? Right. Are we talking about like a glamorous movie star yeah, type? Yeah, I think you know? that's what the translation would be, right? I guess. On the other side of the be, gender roles. She will have to be a, a, attractive to Jim Link. Super, like, like other women will have to be a, sort of attracted to her. Or attracted you know I mean? to her magnanimous. That's uh, what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I don't mean physically attractive. But right, like, right. They right. want to be drawn her. to. They want, yeah, yeah, drawn to. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. Agreed. So, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what women. Who's got want. that kind of pizzazz? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't Who's know. got charisma? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm curious to see who they come up with. Yeah, me I'm too. Very I mean, I think. Uh, I mean, there's, there's a million ladies that fit that billing. I just can't think of them right now. Yeah. And who would want to go back and do a stage run for exactly. four weeks or six weeks or whatever right. they do? But they're going to have to get at least one big name out of this. Right. You're Christian Slater. Yes, will have to be attached something right. like that. A big name that that is either a big Broadway name or a big like movie star name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or TV show name. I guess what? a lot of TV show. Who people are, are Mammoth's ladies? Well, Felicity Huffman. Felicity Huffman, <laughs> the pigeon, pigeon. Uh, Patty Lapone. Patty Lapone is in a lot of Mammoth stuff. She'd yeah, be an interesting. Um, Shelley. She'd be a great Shelley at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Lapone's going to be in this thing, isn't she? She might be. Yeah. yeah. She might There's be. a real good chance, <laughs> right? They're really tight. Yeah, they and are. And she opened been, a lot of his things. And she did his first, she was in like his first Broadway yeah. play or something a million, yeah, yeah, billion yeah. years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And a bunch of stuff since. Yeah, she's worked with him for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So very possible if she's available. Entirely possible. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of other mammoth women and I'm, I'm kind of I think that's it. I mean, Krauss, but that doesn't count. Oh, well, yeah. But <laughs> and not anymore. We haven't, yeah, we haven't yeah. seen her in a mammoth work for a while. So I think she's off the table. Yeah. Uh, although she. What about the the lady that that Lori Tanchin? <laughs> <laughs> you throw her in there somewhere? Yeah, I think yeah. she should make a cameo in the, in the like she should just be in the office handing them their coats. There's no question if she's still kicking, she needs to be in one of those scenes. She is still kicking. She was Great. just in a in a musical at the Paper Mill Playhouse. I I love this. Like a few months ago. I love this. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to go and like backstage and stage door her and get her get an autograph or a oh picture or something, but I didn't do it. So that was a missed opportunity. Have you ever considered collecting the autographs of this cast? Uh, no. Because you, you could have. I could have. You could have got, you got a pretty good, you would have had a pretty good start. Yeah. I would have had one. 
Ed Harris. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Now, you've seen other Glengarry actors in the in the wild, haven't you? No, I don't think I have. What in the F? Yeah. Oh. I think Ed is the well, only so one. Well, so we're one in one. I've seen Pacino. You've seen... Oh. Yeah. Well, shit. <laughs> Here I am thinking you're... <laughs> Your elbow rubbing. No, I had seen more people in our, our corrals. You know, like I had, I had <laughs> oh, yeah, some other right. corral that's members. Right. That's true. You know, saddling yeah, up to through me. That's true. Bony knees. That's right. And so forth. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. F. Murray. F. Murray. Fuck you. <laughs> what I say. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so done to be happy to be rid of F. Murray Abraham. Oh my God. How can you say that? How can anyone say that about F. Murray Abraham? Oh, <laughs> well, look. Oh, he's the best. He's not for everybody. <laughs> he's the best. <laughs> he's an acquired taste. Oh, he's the best. He's an acquired Required bony need taste. <laughs> the best. <laughs> He's the best. Well, there um, you go. Well, there you go. That's that's my update. That's great. Yeah. So I'm gonna start. I mean, we had we've done this before, which is yeah. weird to tread on it again. Right. Your female cast. Right. Right. Um, but there are tons of ladies I'd like to see do this, and can't wait. Yeah. And we should go. Yeah, uh, we should. We go. should and go. I'll, I'll keep us updated as news comes forth. Great. I'll bring further updates. Yeah, I'll the next need couple you to do weeks. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As things break, so Sweet. we'll see what happens. Fantastic. All right, all right. Oh wait, what? What would David Mamet think? What would David Mamet think? What would David Mamet think? Hate it, love it, tell us to shove it. What would David Mamet think? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Who fucking cares? <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm not sure he'd like the setting he'd love very it. much. <laughs> he'd love everything the about this. grocery store yeah. setting? He'd love it. Uh, <laughs> he'd love it. <laughs> and what makes you say that? Just because it's clever. <laughs> clever and fun. And not derivative. Funny. Not derivative. No, it's, no. it's an homage. Clearly an homage. So it's lovingly. So much more an homage. Lovingly. Uh, uh, reminiscent yeah reminiscent i it's like a, that it's a heartwarming yes. uh, honoring of his I'm, work i'm feeling like it's a standing on the shoulders uh-huh. of giants <laughs> that grace is done here i see you see what i'm saying i uh, sure building upon <laughs> vaguely reminiscent yeah, i'm not sure he'd feel so great about the whole <laughs> grocery store thing he'd and love everything it. i mean he might think it's cute and, and kind of funny but yeah uh, you know i mean Ricky at the grocery store. He'd, he'd love the Lores bit. You can just see him <laughs> snickering at that. He would like the Lores right? bit the because Lores those bit are handmade and right. like, you know, they're antique handmade Lores, you know, that <laughs> kind of thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. He would like that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And uh, working on the farm up at dawn. It doesn't seem prime, bad to him. Prime right? in the tractor. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, all that stuff. So, By the way, he's 70 years old. Wow. Who knows what he would like? That's true. First of all, he looks phenomenal he does look really 70. good yeah he does I, look good guy's doing something right <laughs> for sure um but yeah 70 yeah who, who there's no accounting for what 70 year olds like no and and we don't it's know too gold <laughs> what when you saw it the feeling oh uh okay i don't know what to do with that did you like it i don't know nobody knows what 70 year olds like or right. like that's right yeah yeah um and it's it's hard when you're Someone that you really like who writes stuff or makes things that you enjoy gets old. Like Stephen Sondheim is right. like super duper old. Yes, he and is also old. It hurts me to think there will never be another Sondheim musical. In not the one world. worth a damn. Right. Not, some, not one of anything. He's not gonna, he doesn't do anything anymore. You, you, and I don't blame so, him. Posthumous bullshit. 
It, you wait for it. Yeah, I it's guess bound to happen. happen. But, but you're but you're right. There's yeah. nothing nothing ever of note will ever come out of that camp and ever it again. Saddens me so much. It is, and it's, it's the same thing. I feel the same thing about Dave. Like uh, bitter wheat. We'll see what happens. But you know, I don't know how much more. I'm sorry, bitter what? Wheat. Thank you. But I don't know how much more like productive. David Mamet there is like, I don't know how much there is right now but right. you know in the future you know right. he might just be like fuck this shit I'm done well he can write shitty letters like a champ so <laughs> he can just crank those out without even thinking twice that's true like literally yeah yeah he should have thought twice yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah that's a good point but yeah. you know what I mean like it's I, I don't know we might be nearing the end of his uh, yeah. time creating stuff yeah yeah, I mean, yeah I feel like he's one of those guys who's always going to be doing something whether it ever comes to light or not, because he always is just fiddling with, you know, he's right. just writing bullshit right. stuff all the time, exactly. I imagine. Exactly. So, um, again, we'll probably get some kind of posthumous book of, like, completely in- unintelligible yeah. sketches. I imagine the Lost Notebooks will come out at some point. Yeah. yeah. Something will happen like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> hopefully he's got a few more good things in him, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't have faith. <laughs> I don't I blame don't, you. I don't. I don't blame you. So, on that sad note, yeah. Bye. Bye.